It's Essential Pittsburgh. I'm Paul Guggenheimer. 2015 was a record year for the solar industry. This renewable energy source has been touted as a means of providing cheap electricity, and the arrival of solar panel provider Solar City could mean savings for Pennsylvania residents looking to install those solar panels. But is this something all Pennsylvanians can benefit from? I'm joined now in studio by Andrea Frazier, a freelance reporter with our content partner, Public Source. Andrea, good to have you back with us. Thank you. And also with us, City Paper reporter Bill O'Driscoll. Good to have you with us. Thank you. And you can join the conversation with a comment or a question at 412-246-2002. That's 412-246-2002. Email is ESSPGH at WESA.FM and on Twitter at ESSPGH. Again, the number 412-246-2002. We'd like to hear from you if you've installed solar panels on your house or you're thinking about it. Uh, particularly if you have, how much money are you saving? What was the investment that you had to make? Would you recommend this to somebody else? 412-246-2002 to join the conversation. Bill O'Driscoll, we'll start with you. You've written about the solar energy industry in the Pittsburgh area. How much of a boom are we seeing here? Well, it's not, uh, in, in, in Pittsburgh, it's not too big of a boom yet, I would say. Pennsylvania's kind of lagging in terms of solar energy. The the boom is sort of a national one. You know, they last year, solar capacity um, was the biggest energy source increasing in the country. It outpaced natural gas, which is kind of remarkable. Um, but it's still only a very small part of the overall energy scheme. Pennsylvania, because of the way the various laws and so forth are set up here, it hasn't really seen the big jump. Uh, solar City coming here might increase that. And what is Solar City? Explain who and what they are. They're a company. They're based in California. Uh, the chairman of the board is Elon Musk, the uh, you know the the, Heard of him? the investor guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they they're a company that operates in I think like 19 states now. They offer a no money down product. So you say I want solar, they'll install solar. You don't have to pay them anything. But over a period of say 20 years, 30 years, kind of like paying off a mortgage, you make your payments, but just your electricity payments. And they make their money back that way. Hmm. And what is the larger trend that Solar City's expansion reflects? Yeah, that reflects uh, that the cost of installing solar panels has dropped dramatically over the last few years. I think the solar industry says 70 some percent in the last few years. It's just that much cheaper and faster to put them up. So it's affordable for them to do it now. They can make money even in a place like Pennsylvania where there's not a lot of this going on. What is the, what is the feeling among local installers? How, how do they feel about the arrival of a nationally branded entity like Solar City? I, I didn't interview many of, any of them myself for my column, but, but my understanding is they're a little bit miffed. You know, these guys come in with a ton of money. They have a national reputation. They're offering this, this very attractive-looking product, and these guys have been— you know, working at it for years, and and they kind of feel a little bit uh, maybe put off by that. Andrea Frazier, is solar energy a realistic financial option for people at the lower end of the economic spectrum? So that's an interesting question because um, solar energy, one of the main reasons that people like to have it is because of the savings. And, of course, um, a person in Pittsburgh who um, is on the lower end of an income spectrum could benefit from savings more. Um, people in Pittsburgh who have a low income spend about 9.5% of their household incomes on energy bills. That's more than double um, the average city ride, the average citywide. So um, a public source analysis that we did found that um, conservatively, a person with solar can save about $811 per year. But um, 
you have to spend money to save money. So um, so what kind of investment are we talking about? Um, upwards of $20,000. So there's loans available, but even with a loan, it could cost more initially um, before it's paid off to um, each month than the energy bill itself. Uh, Bill? Yeah, you also have to own your house, of course, which is, that's part of the thing with- <laughs> Well, I'm with, guessing, yeah, you can't with, just be renting a house and say, oh, by the way, a landlord, I'm putting these Right, that's the in. thing with Solar City. I mean, you have to own the property first, right. so that would rule out a lot of folks who don't have the means to own their own house. But why is the cost so high? Do we know? Um, it's, it's you know, it, the technology, the prices come down a lot of the stuff, but these, you know, materials are expensive and things like that. It takes a lot of manpower to put them up, even if they can do it in half a day now. you got to have a crew of a couple electricians, installers, you know, so it's it's still labor-intensive to do. Does the government offer realistic incentives for low-income residents in the Commonwealth to go solar? So previously there was a grant program available. That expired in 2013. So the answer right now is they really don't offer realistic intensives for people to go solar. Um, one of the main ones that is offered is um, an SROC program. An SROC is a solar renewable energy credit. In Pennsylvania, be because we have an open border system to buy and sell these, they're worth almost nothing. Um, so whenever you have um, a solar array on your roof, you produce these in megawatt hours, and um, you can sell them. Um, in the past, they've been worth about $350. Now they have around $14, and that's the best incentive um, that Pennsylvania right now offers to low-income households. Okay, that's the solar renewable energy credit? Yes. And and, uh, and, and why aren't they worth more in Pennsylvania? Because of the open border mm -hmm. situation? Um, yeah, so... Um, There's also that federal tax credit, right? A 30% federal tax credit for for solar that can offset the cost of installing, right? It, Yes, that's true. There's a 30% federal tax credit that comes from the federal government um, for residential homeowners who decide to install solar. But we're not doing a whole lot in the state. Are, it, it, I mean, the legislature, Governor Wolf supports permitting, uh, permitting community solar, but there isn't much support in the legislature for it. Uh, what is, first of all, what is community solar? What are the pros and cons of it? And why isn't the legislature getting behind it? Um, community solar is just like a bunch of neighbors get together and say, hey, we have this plot of land. We're going to put a solar array on it. And we're going to share in the electricity. We'll own it jointly. You can do this in many states. It's not legal to do it in Pennsylvania, basically. Um, why is there not more support for this? I, the, the, our legislature is dominated by Republican legislators who generally are not real favorably disposed toward renewable energy. In fact, the, the other issue is that... Um, the, it's what they call the portfolio. There's a AEPS, Alternative Energy Portfolio Standard, that many states have saying utilities must provide X percentage of renewable energy. Pennsylvania's is pretty low at this point. There's a move, you know, advocates say, hey, if we raise this percentage over a period of years, there'd be more incentive for utilities to promote this kind of thing, and there might be more incentives. It's Essential Pittsburgh. I'm Paul Guggenheimer. We're talking about uh, solar energy. Uh, it is certainly enjoying a lot of popularity, growing popularity throughout the country. Uh, people are interested in it in Pittsburgh and in Allegheny County. 
but there are some pitfalls, as we've been discussing with our guests. Andrea Frazier, who's a freelance reporter with our content partner, Public Source, also City Paper reporter Bill O'Driscoll. You can join the conversation at 412-246-2002. Email ESSPGH at WESA.FM and on Twitter at ESSPGH. Mark on Twitter says, uh, what solar garden opportunities exist in western Pennsylvania? Apartment renters can support solar generation in other states. What do we know about that? Can we answer uh, uh, Mark's question? So in Pennsylvania, it's pretty rare. Um, There are some instances where something like that could be possible, but in general, the net metering rules say that um, no more than one person can own a meter. So in a a state where you can um, have community solar situations, um, you could subscribe to a project. Maybe that would be on a parking lot or the roof of an industrial building. In Pennsylvania, that doesn't really happen because um, the rules say that you can't subscribe to to um, someone else's project or share that. All right. We thank you for that uh, question, Mark. And um, B- Bill, explain what the initiative Solarize Allegheny County is, or Solarize Allegheny, I guess is what it's called. What's that all about? Sure. It's it's uh, funded by the Heinz Endowments. It's just to encourage uh, more residents, more homeowners to use solar energy. They're sort of like an online matchmaker, basically, for homeowners and uh, installers. So they, they help to, to set folks up with that, and they hope to double the number of uh, installations in the county. And Andrea, I, I believe you, you, uh, you've you been looking at what the Urban Redevelopment Authority is doing. Um, what, what, is, what is the URA bringing to us? So the URA is doing something that's pretty much unprecedented in Pittsburgh, um, presenting a, a long-term low-interest loan that's specifically for solar. So this would be a loan for, I think, up to $20,000 over 20, $25,000 over 20 years that would... Um, allow low-income people to take out a loan that would allow them to to install solar on their roofs. Um, and you, that covers the cost of what you said it would be. Uh, I think you said $20,000, so that would just about cover it. Yes, it would. And it's also over a longer period of time than many loans that are available through other organizations. Maybe those would be over 7 to 10 years, which, as I said, um, to pay those off initially month by month could be more than what an energy bill would be. Let's go to Jeff in Point Breeze with a question or a comment. Uh, Jeff, welcome. Uh, yeah, I um, am considering um, a solar installation on my roof, a 10-kilowatt installation, and I've been looking at this for years, uh, thinking about doing it, and I'm about to pull the trigger and go ahead. Uh, I would do most of the work myself, and of course you need the inspections, but, uh, um, and buy the panels myself. And so I've been watching the price of the panels and the inverters and uh, watching this come down. Uh, and it's gotten to the point where if I do it myself, I can uh, get a seven-year payoff period, uh, uh, which is just crazy not to do. Uh, so that's 14% return on investment. Uh, I don't know any place else I can put my money that returns 14%, absolutely guaranteed. Uh, so so it's a great investment, uh, even uh, apart from the social responsibility side of it. Uh so I just don't understand why everybody in Pittsburgh isn't doing this. Uh, it's just uh, so uh, financially uh, sensible to do it. Um, I can get American-made panels uh, for a dollar a watt, peak watt. I can get uh, Chinese-made ones for about the same price. Interestingly, the uh, 
Vietnamese and Korean panels are the ones that are undercutting everybody else, and those are seventy-two cents a, a, a pequot now. So you're saying you're uh, saying, uh, Jeff, I need to jump in because we're running out of time. But you're you're saying that uh, if you if you do some of this stuff yourself, if you uh, do what you're doing, install the panels yourself, uh, it takes about seven years to get a return on your investment. So that would be one way to. Um, to, to minimize the uh, the investment uh, the, the the hit that you take on an, on a, on a, on a big investment and there may be some other ways that people can do that uh, you, you mentioned uh, the, the loan that's available Andrea uh, Bill what about what Jeff was saying there well yeah I mean it's one it sounds like Jeff has some skills you know he can do the he can do the the uh, the, the installation himself which I, I think most people probably can't do I'm, I'm guessing but great for him um, there is all this the result is this this federal tax credit the 30 percent which pretty I, I think pretty much anybody's eligible for that buy solar so immediately 30 percent off the top that really helps your you know your payback time with ease um, so uh, yeah if you can do that fantastic well unfortunately we've come to time but clearly there are people that are interested in this interested in finding ways to uh, invest in this uh, and and uh, make solar energy a part of their lives uh, we've been talking with two people who have been reporting extensively on this Andrea Frazier who is a freelance reporter with our content partner public source and city paper reporter Bill O'Driscoll again thank you to both of you for being here on essential Pittsburgh thanks for having me thank you Coming up, how to make solar energy affordable for all. We'll continue that part of the discussion on Essential Pittsburgh on 90.5 WESA.